welcome to Unplanned Potency, the only episode <laughs> of this show where I introduce myself by saying, I like pudding and I like pie. Cake is stupid, but not so much fries. I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Matt. Uh, oh, Chris, how was your week? Man, I don't know. What was my week? What is time? Uh, the end of last week was okay. Uh, over the weekend, went to a birthday gathering with my mom and my dad and my sister and my sister's friend and her boyfriend, and we had smoked meats for my mom's birthday. Uh, listeners to this show may remember that that just happened like a month ago because it was my dad's birthday, so <laughs> yeah. they are both now 59. I was getting deja vu. Yeah, we did the it's same a, thing. It's a smoked meat party in the Chris house. Smoke me party! Ah! Woo! Everyone bring your barbecue. Uh, different meats, different side dishes, but same concept. Um, so that was Sunday, which was great. I bought, I didn't make a dish this time, but I bought my mom flowers because... Bought my mom flowers. Yeah. My mom! I bought my mom flowers. So that's what I did this weekend, the smoke <laughs> meat party. It was all. It was all about all about that. I don't know, man. The beginning of this week was interesting, I guess, in terms of not being interesting. That's what the most interesting part of life is when things are mundane. You know what does that mean? Is it just not because you the, get you dive deep into the horrors of your own brain and then yes, it gets interesting? That, that's it. When when you are at your most bored and life uh-huh. is at it's like. There's this part of life where you're satisfied with what's happening, but nothing new is happening that's satisfactory beyond your median level, and you just ride. You just ride this plane of mediocrity, uh-huh. and it's it's wildly interesting in the fact that it's not interesting. Yeah, dark things happen in my brain when I get to that point. Yeah, does everybody think about ruining your life? Yeah. Does everybody do that? Does everybody uh, just like strive for chaos? Is that yeah. an evolutionary thing? Is it yeah, I, like whenever things are boring and nothing's happening, like at some point in history, that was where our ancestors were like, this is bad because we're not fucking or something? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't imagine that our ancestors were like, things are too calm. I feel safe. They, I don't know. That's weird. But I constantly throw my own life into chaos. Yeah, it seems counterintuitive. Yeah, I'm like, I could just do my job well and then enjoy my life, but I'm constantly like, how about I fuck something up just to make myself have a more difficult life? I, I don't know, it's it. weird. Yeah. I, I understand. I, I think I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like It's like when, you get, when you're at a job for too long and it becomes boring and you just go to work and you're doing an okay job at your job and nobody's mad at you and you're you're not mad at, and then you're just like you know what I think I actually hate this job for no reason and I think it's time to quit yeah yeah maybe I don't know let us know if you listen to this show and you, you know tell us do you ever feel like when you're at your most peaceful that life is at its worst Maybe not even it's worse, just yeah, that just, it needs to change. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird feeling. If if it you understand what we're saying, it's it's a weird feeling. I understand it completely, though. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, so Monday and Tuesday, we're, we're pretty much like that. Uh, today, I found out I might have COVID. But then I got news that no one else that was around the person that has COVID has COVID. So I yeah. probably don't have COVID. How long ago was it? Um, I saw them on Sunday. Uh-huh. Um, now... That might not be enough time. Well, that's fair. Uh, apparently, no one that was exposed to them has COVID uh, from the home test. But yeah, I don't know what that's the... What is what is that what is that word called where a virus incubation grows incubation period? What? Incubation period? Is that it? Incubation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I I was thinking mastration or maturation. Mastration. Yeah, I was thinking of the wrong mastication. word. Mastication. No, that's not chewing. mastication. That's not what I was thinking. Yeah, that's chewing. That um, and masturbation did not come across my mind. Oh, and I had COVID. I didn't test positive until damn near a week after I was exposed. That's so. okay. Well, who knows? I guess, I guess hopefully I, you don't you, have it. Did you feel sick before then? I felt sick at like the five day point, and then I tested oh. positive at the six day mark. I think. Well, honestly, I'd like to have COVID right now. I haven't had COVID yet. <laughs> I, I've I've had. I feel like you're missing out. No, no. I've had my shot. I've had my booster, or I've had both my shots and my booster, I suppose. Um, but I am a work from home person, as people who watch this may have learned over time that I work exclusively from home. But my job is asking us to go into the office Tuesday through Thursday next week, and I don't want to. So if I get COVID. <laughs> I just, I just don't have to go in. Nice. Yeah. So maybe it's time to get COVID. How much do you think I'd have to pay someone with COVID to come lick me? To come lick you? I was going to say, why don't you just get a COVID test from somebody who has COVID that you know, and then just be like, look, I have COVID. Do you think your, your, uh, work would ask you to get like a proper lab sample you know i don't know i think that'd be stupid since i'm work from home and am i really just trying to avoid going to the office the answer is yes but would they really think that if i showed like a picture of like my hand with a covid test or like had the covid test next to my (laughs) face and like took a selfie would they really be like nah he's faking nah he's faking (laughs) yeah i don't know my job when i got it they just took a picture of a rapid test as proof so yeah so i don't know by by the time you hear this episode i may have found someone who has covid and paid them to get <laughs> just like a homeless person no i don't know how you would find a homeless person and be like you have covid you have COVID. I know come it. here if you're homeless and you're listening to this where how are you sitting in like an internet cafe are you at a library? Or oh, I forgot libraries existed. Well, libraries do. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're homeless and you're listening to this, hit us up. Hit us up on the <laughs> internet, yeah. on your mobile device <laughs> yeah. that you pay 90 some, bucks a month for. Some people have like, some homeless people have prepaid smartphones. Okay. Yes, they do. I have seen f- videos on like TikTok and shit of homeless people with mobile phones. And this blows my mind a little bit. But then I start thinking about. What is more important than a mobile phone to just like staying informed and like trying to get yourself back on? It's your phone? also a hell of a resource, internet? right? Yeah, 
There's so many things you could do with a mobile phone. You could look for jobs. You could look for places that are giving out free food. I would imagine if you're resourceful and you know how to use the internet, that a mobile phone as a homeless person would be a fantastic tool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like blanket mobile phone. Blanket mobile phone. Like maybe canteen and like a source of fire, potentially. And a dog. I don't know that. I'm okay. This this is gonna sound a little strange. I'm not if I'm homeless, I'm not having a dog. I don't know. Lots of homeless people do have dogs. I mean, I think they use them for protection. I get that. You're alone. But I'm the kind of person that wants better for dogs than I want for myself. I'm not gonna subject a dog to being homeless. Isn't that what just being wild is? No. You're just subjecting an animal to living in the wild. <laughs> but what if that dog could have an owner that has a home? I mean, I guess. But what if you're a homeless person who's just a drifter and you like travel the country and wander around and stuff? That dog might be super psyched to just be out and seeing the sights and shit. I guess it's interesting that we haven't really distinguished the difference between like a homeless bum and like a vagabond. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I th- yeah, you're right. I mean, one of those is a lifestyle choice, right? Mm-hmm. One of those is usually brought on by some sort of super unfortunate circumstances or actually mostly mental illness. I mean, let's be real. Yeah, or like drug addiction or something. Which is a form of mental illness. Is being addicted to cigarettes a form of mental illness? <laughs> okay, well, I don't know about cigarettes. But like being addicted, like having a I'm substance sorry. abuse problem is a mental health condition. I like, mean, nicotine is a chemical that gets abused because of addiction, right? Yeah, maybe that's a mental that, health this condition. Is a whole, I don't know. This is a whole topic. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, if, if I was a vagabond. Okay. And I was traveling and uh-huh. roaming and actually like worked atypical jobs and just kept moving. Yeah, I might take care of a dog because I, I have a plan. I, I'm, I've am i set a course. I'm probably That's got right. things figured out and how I'm staying uh, and like each night and I've probably got some supplies to be comfortable and something that I can feed the dog and ways to like get it water and stuff as opposed to a bum living under a bridge who has just fallen on severely hard times. I might not have a plan. Yeah, that's true. And then that's an extra being you have to take care of. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What was that conversation even about? You know what? I don't know. Matt, how was your week? My week was... Um, it was okay. I went... This weekend to Nashville to see some friends from high school. And on Friday, I drank way too much. Went to a rodeo. It was fun. Um, I've never been to a rodeo before. I felt super out of place. But oh, okay. hey. Did, did you not wear a cowboy hat? No, nope, sure didn't. Uh, I, wore, why. I wore Converse and a band t-shirt. So there were lots <laughs> of people with cowboy hats. That wearing Converse and a band t-shirt to a rodeo was a choice. It was a choice. Well, I didn't know that we were going. Oh, and okay. it was 
Yeah, it was just what I had put on that day. And if then, you if you had known beforehand, would you have tried to blend in? Yeah, if I. Yeah, if I had known beforehand, I may have made some different choices. <laughs> okay. I mean, in the end, it didn't really matter. Sure. Uh, it didn't matter at all. But it was fun. Drank way too much that night. On Saturday, we went to a Three Days Grace concert. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, my friend and I are on the front row of, or we made it to the front row okay. at the show. And during the last song, the singer from Three Days Grace came down to the front of the uh, crowd and like stood up on the railing and we got to like hold him up on the railing while they did the last song. And actually, if you go to Three Days Grace's Instagram and go to their post for Nashville, the first picture in their Instagram post, you can pretty clearly see my friend and I. And like standing in front of him, holding him up. Like, That's pretty cool. It is pretty. It was pretty cool. That's pretty. It was cool. really cool. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, and then Saturday we just kind of hung out, but it was a much needed break and away time. And I had a great weekend. So fantastic. I like hearing that. I like it when yeah. people just have a good time. A, a good, good healthy time. Hel- I don't know that it was healthy. I think well, my liver is mentally, about two shots away from just giving up on me. But mentally healthy time, I guess. I suppose. Other <laughs> than relaxing, that's good. E. E. It was that's fun. Have you ever been to a concert? Yeah. We've had conversations about you not super enjoying crowded places, but I don't know if yep. you've ever been to a concert before. Um. Yeah, I went and saw Foo Fighters in Indiana in 2006 or 2007. Foo Fighters. Uh, that was their first time here in like seven or five years or something like that. Um, yeah, I saw Foo Fighters in, uh, in, in the 2000 aughts. Um, the next concert I saw was Incubus, not too long after. Ooh. That's pretty um, cool. That's cool. Yeah, that was actually a fantastic concert. That was an That's amazing cool. concert. Um, then after that, uh, the next one I saw was Coheed and Cambria. And that was the last concert I went to. Um, just because... Real. Uh, it's not that I dislike concerts. Um, I find that for me to go to concerts, I have to be in a certain mindset in life. Yeah. To really enjoy that stuff. And Certain mindset in life. What does that mean? Just the, in, a, in a place in life where I feel a certain way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's just me being stupid, and I just need to go to a concert and just enjoy it. But for some reason- I've definitely reason, been to concerts before where I like woke up tired, and I was like, I don't want to fucking do this. And I got yeah. there and had a great time. So Well- yeah, that, if that you just could subject be. yourself to it, you may enjoy it more. Yeah, I, I maybe I should just go. But I have felt like I've been in a place where I just don't want to go hang out with a bunch of random people and stand around and sing songs I could listen to on Spotify. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. And, and like, I, I obviously know it's different. I mean, it's different. Yeah. You know, I get that. I've been to concerts. I, I know it's different. Uh, it's just not something that has ring... As something I wanted to do recently in life. 
Yeah, that's fair enough, I guess. Maybe it'll I don't change, think though. it's about listening to the music, like you said. No, it's, it's not. I enjoy I enjoy the communal experience of it. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. It's kind of like it's kind of like I feel okay. I feel about concerts almost exactly how I imagine people who enjoy going to church feel about church. That makes sense. No, I get yeah. that. I think I think concerts were kind of ruined for me, but that's a story. So. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess maybe we should actually get into the topic. I mean, uh, is the topic not how are we? Are we not the topic of unplanned podency? No, we're no. not. <laughs> no, no, it's week. not. <laughs> <laughs> no, the topic is how is the listener? Just tell us right now. Yeah, we're Start speaking to your computer, your phone. Your iPod. No, you think, you're. You think I, I did. I would have had no idea. Wow, that's that's rough. Yeah, I'm sorry that you're going through that. Alternatively, I'm glad that that worked out for you. That's amazing. Wow, we're living a wonderful <laughs> life. Uh, you're a great person. You are a shining beacon to the civilization that we know as mankind. Alternatively, maybe you're a terrible person and you shouldn't have done wow. that. Wow. Why'd you do I that? I cannot believe you stabbed Nancy. <laughs> wow, jeez. <laughs> I'm calling the cops. Oh, God. <laughs> Chris. Huh? The topic for this week is... <laughs> we're both very tired and both woke up from naps, which is why this episode's <laughs> so fucking weird. But <laughs> um, the topic for this week uh-huh. is... What, what, how would life be, be, do... How would you life? Where? What are the ways that things would be if people couldn't die by accident? That means if you get into a car crash, you're not going to die. Right. If you, yeah. If you fall out of a plane, you're not going to die. Yeah. Um, that that. Okay. Well, before before I say anything about that, I just want to say I just realized I had a dream about Fallout Boy. Uh, <laughs> you had a dream about fallout boy i think i just had a dream with fallout boy music in it but anyways um <laughs> was it uma thurman i think it was uma thurman <laughs> i think that's why it just like kind of popped into my head just this whole situation of being here and just like you want to turn not anyways gaming.podency.com it exists it exists if people couldn't die in accidental ways, now, is it just accidents? Can I intentionally stab myself and die? Yeah, okay. Let's say, yeah, let's say that people can be murdered or can kill themselves or they can die of old age or disease, but they can't die from, you can't accidentally die. Like, you can't just be somewhere and something horrible happen. By like freak accident, and then people die. That it doesn't. So, work so as long as someone has intention, you can die. Right. Yeah. As long as someone has intention, or your life has reached its end. Huh. Na- so if a drunk person causes. hits you with a car, you're fine. If someone yeah. <laughs> drives into you angrily, you're <laughs> yeah. fucked. Yeah. I like exactly. this real set. Yeah. Intention matters in this set. universe. Yeah. I like that. Can you imagine if we lived in a universe just where intention mattered? It would be there's a lot of things that'd be different. So I like this. I like this concept. <laughs> um, doesn't matter the results; matters the intention. Um, how would things be different? People would be way more reckless. 
Like, yeah. Not like. Oh, absolutely. I would um, be jumping out of planes. Be like, right. woo! Here I go. <laughs> woo! I mean, Just I would still smack into the ground, and stand up, no. and walk off. <laughs> I mean, I Why think if you, you jump, I think if you jump out of a plane without a parachute, you're intentionally falling to the earth. Okay, so so that's that's an interesting question. If you intentionally do something that will kill you, that's intentional. Without intending to die. Oh. <laughs> that that's now that seems like bending that that seems like trying to bend the rule. I I'm intentionally doing this thing now while 100% yeah. kill me I, with the intention of not dying. I'm intending to drink bleach and survive. Yeah, that doesn't like, work. Yeah, that can't work. Mm, okay, so you can't intentionally jump out of an airplane. Okay, so I, that's fair enough. You can't intentionally do something that you know will would kill you. Yeah, that's and then that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That, that that's that's a very different. I mean, we can do that, but that is a very different world. I mean, the world that we've already described requires some sort of thought police anyway, like some sort of omniscient thought police. Oh, yeah, it requires because, like a god. Right. Yeah, so I'm just saying, who's to if, say that that god wouldn't also allow you to just do reckless shit? Okay, we can. I'm just <laughs> saying, th- these are two very different worlds. A world where you have to still follow <laughs> the rules, but if something accidentally happens, you're okay, versus just intent it's very different yeah yeah they are very different because in one scenario see if you're talking about your situation where if you do something that you know you're gonna die and you don't want it to kill you so it doesn't in that world what what sort of safety precautions are you gonna have to take because it if you get into a car don't put a seatbelt on have no airbags, and drive down the road at 120 miles an hour, there's a good chance that that's going to kill you. And so if something goes wrong and you accidentally drive off the road and wrap your car around a tree, is it going to kill you? Because you put yourself in a situation where you would likely get harmed. I think, so we got, we got situation A and situation B. Situation A, you still need to be safe. Situation B, you don't. In situation A, I think as long as you're taking the normal safety precautions of like wearing a parachute when you jump out of a plane, wearing a seatbelt when you're driving in a car, I think you'll be okay. You're, you're not intending to run into a brick wall. So it's the, the universe is going to be largely the same then, just with... But people will be more willing to take risks because as long as you're being safe within the parameters of that risk, your risk is almost zero. Okay, but there's but you're you're going to run into a gray area of risk where you're like you're say you're driving to work mm-hmm. and you're running late and sure. you're like nobody's coming. I can just run that red light and nothing will probably happen. And so that's taking a risk. I'm just going to blow through this red light and hope that nobody happens to turn onto this road and go through the green light. Yeah. And hit me. So yeah. If that happened, and you blow through that red light to try to get to work on time, and somebody else that you didn't see comes flying through the green light and T-bones you, yep. are you going to die? Yes. Yes? You're not following the so laws of the road. So you did something against the rules? Yeah, you're, you're breaking the rules of the road. You are so, now beyond the intentional safety guidelines. So God's punishing you for not following the rules. Yeah. 
So is every rule for everything going to have to be like divinely blessed? Because maybe that would be because I feel like we have to know what God's standards are to be able to ethically live in this world. I think it's like a command that he puts on the world. And it's just like, if this rule exists in your society, it is the rule you must abide by to be safe. What if, what if he's he's not like making each rule and like stamping it. He's saying, if your civilization decides that these are the laws, then you need to play within those. And as long as you do, you are protected. What if you just know you're doing something wrong? I mean, as like, long as you don't maybe, get killed. Yeah, but like, what, what, what if that is the defining factor? Like, when you chose to run that red light, you knew you were doing, yeah. doing something wrong. So, yeah. like, if that thought enters your head, now you're allowed to die. I like that. If you know you are doing something wrong, you are outside of the protection. Right. And you can die. In scenario A, I like that. Yeah. I kind of like that, too. scenario B... I think the world goes crazy. <laughs> Where as yeah. long as you don't intend to die, you don't chaos. die. Yeah. yeah, man. Like you're gonna be do- people are gonna be doing all kinds of weird shit. Like juggling <laughs> chainsaws, like I'm not intending to cut off my hand and <laughs> lose all my blood. Ha <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And transportation would immediately just get insane. Like we'd oh, just be yeah. we'd just be loading people into cannons and just like blasting them across <laughs> states and stuff. <laughs> just they just smack into the ground. Intend to live like, and intend to land. <laughs> as long as you do that, you'll be okay. Yeah. There's just businessmen in New York being fired off at the top of like <laughs> buildings to try to get somewhere quickly. They're just slamming into the ground, doing a wow! <laughs> tucking and rolling, standing up and walking into the office building. <laughs> The top of every building has like giant pads on it and shit, just so you don't feel like pain when you. Okay, here's the thing: if you can't die, can you break bones? Yeah, I was wondering about that too. Can you maim yourself, (laughs) and will you go back to normal, (laughs) or is your brain just indestructible? Oh god, you can destroy your body, but your brain is left. Ooh, yeah, that's way different. Because that that to me, if your brain can survive. Even if your body is destroyed and your body can still be destroyed, nothing changes for me at all. Because that is worse than death to me. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant in terms of like the things you would do. No, you're talking about in terms of like how you are now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If if your brain can survive but your body just like gets obliterated, no. I'm not doing yeah. I'm not playing those games. Yeah, absolutely zero anything changes at all for me yeah. in that situation. Yeah, that's worse than death. Being trapped in your own corpse. Yeah. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. So, I don't, yeah. I think, I think you can't be permanently injured either. Okay, so do you still feel you pain and then, like, it. regenerate? Yeah, maybe we're just, like, gooey Majin Buu things, and we just explode, <sighs> and then we just reform. Something like that. I don't know. I like that, though. That would be, that would be a wild world. That would be that would be chaos. <laughs> it would be chaos. I feel like nothing would it have developed the way it developed. No, nothing would be the same. You wouldn't have businessmen in New York. Why would we have business? <laughs> Why would we have business? Yeah. I mean, what if you mean? can't die because you don't intend to die, what are the chances that you're going to cooperate with people? Why would you need to? Because you need to have food. Still. Okay, just take it from them. 
But then what if they throw you in prison? Just break out. What do you mean break out? You can just like pull on the bars until they break. You have no limits. As long as you're not... You're not infinitely strong. Yeah, but I mean, things will give out under tension eventually, right? I mean, I guess maybe not. If people were just willing to break their... if, If people could break out of prison because they were just willing to hurt themselves doing it, then they would happen all the time. Nobody doesn't break out of prison because they might die in the process. Mm, I don't know. I feel like you could just punch a wall like over and over again and eventually get through it. Like a brick wall like is eventually going to crumble if you just punch no, it the, long enough. The brick wall is going to be stronger than your gooey hands and your gooey hands are just going to give up every time. You're not going to make it through... You're not going to make it through in an amount of time where somebody's not going to notice that you're trying to punch a hole in this wall. Okay, fair. But let's go, let's go back to like the beginning of civilization. Mm-hmm. Why would we start cooperating when we could just take what we want because we can't die? Because I somebody mean, can still... We already went over somebody can still murder you. As long as somebody else has the intention for you to die. That's true. But mm-hmm. like, you could just like run out and get your own lion. Like, in the lion... At, or does the lion's intent matter too? Yeah, the lion's intent matters too. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, it, some some living being has to intend for you to die because oh, well, otherwise like, that, that like fucks up the whole. Kill you. Yeah, illness can still kill you. Oh, basically, blunt force trauma can no longer kill you. Is what I'm envisioning. Okay, because like if animals can't kill you, then. The whole that fucks up the entire ecosystem of everything. Like, yeah. hunting suddenly makes no sense. Um, yeah, no, that you can't accidentally be killed by some sort of force. Okay, so even animals are to have intention. Okay, yeah, so that's sure. fine. Okay, so then. What at what point in in history do things start going wonky sideways? What at what point in history do things start going wonky sideways? Um, I see. I don't think that we very commonly, as prehistoric humans, had to worry too much about accidentally dying yeah. due to blunt force trauma. Like occasionally, somebody might fall off a cliff. Occasionally, somebody might fall out of a tree, or have a tree fall on them. I feel like that was probably a pretty rare occurrence, though. Um. I would say I would say that starvation, and murder, and accidental or like illness would be the main contributors to yeah. prehistoric human death. So things probably aren't going to change much until we get to like Egypt. Okay, because at that point there are things that you can that they have the means to do that they wouldn't have otherwise done. Go back to the example of launching people off of the top of buildings. They could just build like some sort of gigantic trebuchet, load people up in it, and fling them. Yeah, you're right. Huge distances. By that that time, we we now have the lever and pulley. Now we can change like the amount of effort needed to move large amounts of mass at high velocities. And so now we can do crazy shit. Yeah. Maybe a little bit before that, if you think about like people might just jump off of cliffs, but I don't know what practical use that serves. I mean, other than travel, I, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know that that's really going to change anything. Yeah. It's going to speed things up a bit because you don't have to scale down a mountain anymore. You can just launch yourself off. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think once we get to like civilizations that are actually like building things and have levers and pulleys, like you said, we have a rope and we can build structures. Now we can just start throwing each other across like l- masses of land as a form of travel. Right. Like we may not even have bridges anymore. Or, or there would be fewer bridges built because, like, say there's a city on one side of a river and another city on another side of a river, both sides are just going to have a trebuchet thing and just load people up and just toss them across. Oh, initially, yes. Why, why not do that? Yeah. That makes absolute sense. Until you get to, like, motorized vehicles that will, will break when you launch them. Yeah, it, just yeah. Makes, it makes sense to just launch the people. Yeah. Maybe they could build like indestructible balls of some sort that they can just dump a bunch of people in and then just launch those. Yeah. Then you can launch like a hundred people. Yeah. 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 I mean, so are we, do we think that roads would be replaced with just launching each other? Like you, you get to like modern day America and you like want to travel from like New York to California. And you just like arrive at New York International Flingport, and like you get in like you get in like this device, and they just like pull you back, and it just launches you, and then like you crash like into like a state later at another international slingport, and you just like skid across the ground, and they just like pick you up and put you in another one and fling you another state over, and you're just traveling at like 900 miles an hour, just like through the air, your face just rippling, just like. This is like bugs splattering against your skin until you <laughs> slide against the asphalt and get dragged into another one, and you just do this for like a few hours until you're across the country. Yeah, it's basically just like Futurama tubes, but without the tubes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know how the physics of that work because I imagine that it's easier to transport people long distances. With less effort by actually strapping a jet or something to them than it is to just launch people at super high velocity and letting them slow down on their own. Oh. Because you're going to dissipate energy as that's happening and you're going to slow down quite a bit before you land wherever you land. Whereas if you just strap a jet on, you're going to be able to maintain a high, incredibly high velocity until you run out of fuel. Oh, but we can't give everyone their own jet. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess there are certain things that you have to take into account. Like if you <laughs> let people do things that are too reckless, they're going to start accidentally destroying property. <laughs> yeah. Like people are going to accidentally crash land their jet backpacks into houses and stuff. <laughs> That's yeah, going to be good. <laughs> I think at the point where you're trying to put jet backpacks on everyone, it's easier just to have planes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's probably one jet that a bunch of people get into. <laughs> but the, the thing is, yeah. And then I guess you have to worry about safely stopping the vehicle so it doesn't get destroyed on the other end, right? Because I was thinking that you could make air travel way more efficient if you didn't have to worry about people dying or not, because you could just you could just go all out with engineering. You could just be like, how do we just make this object travel as quickly as possible? That's true. 
but it, and it does have to land. Yeah, but if you can build them cheaply enough, you might be able to just strap a rocket onto something and just like every <laughs> every airport just has a brick wall instead of a <laughs> a landing strip, and you just slam into it. And then all the people fall down, and there's like a thing that catches them at the bottom. It's a, it's just a giant engine with a steering <laughs> wheel and just duct tape, and you just duct tape everyone to the fucking engine, and one guy just rides it like a fucking cowboy on like the back of a <laughs> bull through the sky, like, and they just like crash the, into a wall, like the World of Warcraft rocket mount. <laughs> <laughs> basically that. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've basically replaced normal air travel with just fireworks. Yeah. Like bottle rockets. I mean, I'm okay with that. Nah, that that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shit. Is that, the, is that the biggest thing that would change? Is air travel? Mm-mm. No. The biggest thing, without a doubt, would be space. We would have colonized space at this point. Because you can just, like, fuck safety. You can just take some human beings, strap them onto a gigantic rocket, blow that shit out into space, and as long as you get your trajectory right and it slams into Mars, you got humans on Mars, baby. (laughs) It doesn't matter that they can't breathe. They'll be fine. (laughs) No, as long as they don't intend to suffocate. (laughs) I guess maybe you have to be able to breathe because in this world you have to eat too. I don't know. (laughs) Does oxygen matter if you don't intend to suffocate? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I I might. I might. Yeah. That's... If you have enough oxygen, though, they're still not going to accidentally die by, like, burning up in the atmosphere or something like that. Or the rocket exploding. Or, so, like, you just need enough oxygen. That's all you need. How how are you going to keep their oxygen tanks intact if the rocket's exploding around them? Maybe you could engineer something. Probably. Okay, so you're going to try to make like, you're basically wanting to make like an indestructible shell again and just strap rockets onto <laughs> yeah. it and launch people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as long as you, if you build a ball out of titanium or something. Fill it, it with food and air. Yeah. Sling them through space. They'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't see the issue. That seemed fine. I, I think there's some way that this makes space travel infinitely easier. Like, Yeah, as long as they don't intend to die, you can be way more reckless. You're right. Yeah. No, you're right. You still have to worry about losing people in space. So, I mean, yeah. that could still true. happen, I guess. That's true. Now, can um, you imagine being lost in space and not intending to die? I think eventually, I don't think it would last very long before you intended to die. (laughs) You'd just be like, no, I'm done with this. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, if you're blowing through space quickly enough, you're just constantly seeing new shit. Yeah. You're like buzzing by planets. You're like, oh, hey, that one's cool. Yeah. That might be kind of dope. That's what, see, I've always, I've always wondered if I was an immortal 
and like just got to live through Earth, right? And it doesn't really matter how you're defining immortal in this sense. Can't die, can't be killed, whatever. When Earth reaches its final point where the sun just goes boom and the Earth is destroyed, what, what happens then? I think with that force and it just like knocking you through the, the universe, you know, knocking you through space, just travel and just watch. That'd yeah. be dope. Yeah, that would be super dope. Uh, just landing on planet to planet. Well, okay, so what happens? What if you launch yourself into space and you're immortal? And you, you're like flying through space and you're seeing a bunch of cool stuff. And then you accidentally slam into a planet and now you're stuck on it. You stay there until its sun explodes. Okay, isn't that going to get super boring though? Every planet has something interesting about it, right? I don't know. I think if you land on Mars, you're going to get bored of red desert and mountains. Oh, man. If, 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 well, if the sun explodes and destroys Earth and you get smacked into Mars, you're not going to be there very long. Mars is coming right after Earth. Well, <laughs> okay. That's fair enough. But I mean, <laughs> if you land on something like Mars. Um, so if you land on a planet that has no life and it's just desert. Yeah, it's gonna get boring. Man. I well, hopefully you land. I guess hope you land on a pla- planet with water, because then it admi- like that's at least- actually that's a super rare occurrence though. Like the chances of you actually slamming into something that has water is mm. pretty slim. I guess I, I guess you just walk and just like look around for a while. Yeah, just try to figure shit out. Just like try to discover new shit on that planet. Because, I mean, if you're in a whole new solar system, surely there's something new about that planet. Maybe. I don't know. I guess you could map out the entire planet. You could map out... You, you could, could... You could industrialize it on your own. Hey, you could probably start building something. Yeah. I don't know that you could industrialize something because, I mean, the entire... Like, all of... You can't do a whole lot without... Fossil fuels or electricity. How are you going to get those things? I mean, if it has wind, you have electricity. I mean, I guess you have all of eternity to figure out how to build an electric motor. Yeah, you have until the the, the sun of that solar system blows up. And once you've figured it out once, then you have a pretty good idea how to do it a second time, I guess. Yeah. Eventually, after like planet six or seven, you're probably going to get pretty efficient at this. That's true. Yeah. By like planet eight, you're going to be like immediately constructing your own new civilization. I don't know how you're going to reproduce, but you'll make robot friends or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like you'll, you'll get really good at what you're doing and you're going to like start like building up planets really quickly. And now assume like if, if this whole thing happens and you land on a planet with water, there's a mm. chance that like a species evolves. That's true. And then you get to be its god. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, this is just becoming the last episode again. <laughs> <laughs> We've just dumped back into the previous episode of what things could be out there in the universe. And what things could be out there in the universe. And planets. you could just slam- Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that exists. Maybe he's coming for us. Maybe he's already here. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe shit. she's Hillary. Hillary, yeah, Hillary, are you an immortal being slamming <laughs> into planets? Uh, Hillary, why did you create Trump? <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> He's like three children. 
stacked on top of each other. <laughs> oh my god, he's too tall. Oh man. But other than transportation, how would things be different? If I couldn't die unless it was intentional by someone's hand, I guess yeah. If if I can just jump out of a plane, and as long as I don't intend to die, that's fine. I'm gonna do that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Entertainment, I guess. Yeah, entertainment would be way the up shit. there. Ride a bull. Well, no, because the bull could intend to stab you and kill you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, you don't want to make anything one. angry. Uh, I mean, sports would get interesting. Yeah, Just but the at what most point, extreme sports? At what point can could you? Well, I guess you can make sports more extreme as long as the players aren't intending to kill each other. But you're probably going to end up with accidents. <laughs> I don't think that happens very often. I don't know, man. I mean, you are probably going to have eventually one person who snaps and just like gets, just sees red and just swings at somebody and yeah. kills them. Yeah, but Which, until then, sports would be way cool. Until then, sports, yeah. Like, racing? Like, cars in racing go 200 and some change now. Because that's about the limit of where you can make it reasonably safe. In this world, cars are going to go like 400 miles an hour. Yeah, you'd have like some speed racer shit. Yeah. Yeah. 400 miles an hour, they're going to be going upside down, doing loop-de-loops, having like flipping over jumps and shit. Yeah. It would be cool. Do you like the speed racer movie? No. Not really. Oh. I just don't like the aesthetic of it. Fair I don't enough. know. I don't care for it. I think that's a movie. Some people like that movie. Oh. It got a bad rap when it came out. But I think that's just a movie you either love or hate. I think a lot of people who were real big fans of the Speed Racer anime didn't like it, and I definitely fell into that camp. Uh, fair enough. But you like, like oh, speed, okay, so you like the anime? Yeah, the spe- I love the Speed Racer anime. It has a home in my heart. Which yeah. is part of why I think that's actually the biggest reason I hate the movie is because it just completely deviates from the aesthetic of the anime. Fair. Fair. I, I like the way it looked when during the race scenes. I thought it was a beautiful movie during those parts. Uh, I'm not specifically talking about like the storytelling yeah. or anything like that, but just like the way they made motion look in that movie. I really enjoyed right. it. Yeah, as its own thing, if it wasn't tied to Speed Racer, I might have enjoyed it. And I, th- I think when I watched it, I was just so upset that this wasn't Speed Racer that it put me off. But you might be right. It might be a good, decent movie. Ah, um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, racing. Yeah. Racing would We'd probably speed be real cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I, w- I um, would expect some fucking Speed Racer-ass shit. Yeah. There would like be that. competitions where they just l- see how far they can launch humans and how hard they can launch them into things. <laughs> Yeah. How many um, uh, competitions to see how many layers of brick you can go through? <laughs> yeah. yeah, strongman competitions would be insane. They'd just be taking people and just launching them sideways and see, yeah, how many <laughs> brick walls can they slam through? <laughs> that sort of shit. Oh, that'd be awesome. Sports would be way cooler. Yeah. How many buses can we start to stack on top of you before you just flatten out like a pancake? <laughs> How many buses can you hold? Who won? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. How well? How long can you hold one bus before you just <laughs> explode sideways? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh, shit. That, that's. It'd be wild. Sports being more extreme is something I've always wanted. Because sports aren't cool enough, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah, because safety is an issue. Yeah, sports are boring. There are some sports where, say, even if you made them extreme, they wouldn't be interesting. Like golf. You can't make golf interesting. I don't know. You might be able to make golf interesting. How would you make golf extreme? How would I make golf extreme? First, we're not taking turns. (laughs) Everyone's going at the same time. Right. Second... There's going to be animals on the course. Third, there's going to be traps. There's going to be like swinging <laughs> guillotines and shit that you're going to have to like roll through and avoid. Animals. Obstacles. Well, the animals could still intend to kill you. Okay, well, we'll get rid of the animals. <laughs> okay. More traps. Here's, Arrow traps. Here's where we get traps. into, though, like, these things would be interesting. The thing... The, the interesting thing about the things that you're listing are is the potential for death, though. So, how much of the ex- the allure of the extreme and ex- super extreme sports is the danger? Like these people might die. So, if you know they're not going to die, is it even going to be interesting anymore? Probably not. Yeah. Do any of these sports stay interesting if you can't die? You mean just the normal version, like, or just the extreme versions too? Like any sport. No, I. That's the thing is I don't think I think extreme racing would be cooler. Still, would it? It w- it wouldn't be as exciting because death race is exciting for because there's nothing even extreme about death race other than they can blow each other up. So it wouldn't be as stimulating or extreme as it would be if they could die, but. I still, I still think it would be more interesting, yeah. Because, like, just seeing cars fly off of jumps and stuff, and, like... And because when cars hit stuff, they're still going to explode, and you're still going to see, like, the destruction and stuff like that. Yeah, and I guess in sports like football, people will still be hitting each other, and there's still a competition of strength. Yeah. But you're right, golf would would be hard to... You could make golf more extreme, but I don't know if that would make it more interesting, because there's no... Yeah, no the stakes. way the way you spiced up golf is you just added the potential for death. Yeah, and it doesn't work <laughs> in this scenario, right? All right, I add someone on the opposite end, <laughs> just beating you <laughs> in the face. <laughs> I'm going to mix together golf and boxing to make goxing. Yeah, goxing. Yeah, it's just a, a series of opponents that you have to box, and you, when you beat them, you can take your shot. And that's how you how rise up better? the golf ranks. Yeah, I don't know. Golf is, golf sucks. Golf, it's golf, the worst golf sport. Is boring. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst sport. But... Uh, one that I would yeah. rather... Uh, is it polo where they have like the mallets and they whack the balls? No, croquet. Don't you do polo on the back of a horse? Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking that. Yeah, that's not what I'm. It's croquet. Yeah, croquet. Croquet is also super boring. Maybe don't you at least have to? Yeah, I, think I mean that's ba- like, the the concept's almost the same. Isn't but. croquet kind of like lawn pool? 
pool's more interesting than golf. Because you at least have to line up the shots and like bounce the balls off of each other and then they like I think that's more interesting than golf. I and I understand that there is skill to golf and that it's impressive when somebody can launch some, something just like hundreds of yards away and just nail it into like a couple inch wide hole. I get that. I still find it excruciating to watch. Yeah, golf is boring. I don't know the difference, but I don't know about croquet. I'm going to say that croquet is probably more interesting than golf now. Yeah. I'm just going to guess. Yeah, I can't. There's pro- somebody, Somebody's probably going to listen to this at some point somewhere down the line in the future and then just be like, they're going to have some sort of weird sport that is even that is like officially sanctioned by some organization that's worse than golf. But until that time, um, I'm nailing golf down as the worst sport. This has nothing to do with the topic. No, um, I'm trying to figure out what could be worse than golf, but... Um, <laughs> extreme sports. All right. Transport- extreme transportation, extreme sports. Bets with your friends would get way more interesting. Because, like, when you're, like, a kid, and you're like, I bet you can't jump from here to here, and if you fuck it up, you might get hurt. Well, you could bet, like, I bet you can't jump off of that skyscraper and slam into that light pole. (laughs) Yeah. And then people would do it. That's true. So that'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Would it get boring after a while, though? Probably. If this is just the everyday life, would it even be novel anymore in any way? Probably not. People would probably just be like, no, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. Why? <laughs> yeah, why would I do that? Why would I do it's that? not even different than just jumping off your couch. Yeah. So, yeah, it, for us, it seems exciting. But for someone that lived in this world, it would just be like, whatever. It would just be mundane. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, it's just like jumping off the couch. It would be like me just like taking a step and like, okay. <laughs> Woo! Woo. <laughs> I am living the dream. Yeah, no, I, I think once you can just smack into shit without getting hurt, no one wants to smack into shit. So I think the more interesting scenario is actually the one that you proposed, where you have to follow the rules and take precautions and stuff. But if you slip up and you didn't do something wrong and something weird just happened, you won't die. I think that would be more... I think that's a more interesting scenario because things would mostly be the same except that people wouldn't just die in freak accidents. Like, I don't know how much how it would be much different. Yeah, I think, I think people would be more willing to take risks. Like jumping out of a plane with a parachute, you'd be like, okay, I'm following the rules, so I'll be fine. Right. So people would probably be more likely to do those things. Um, more likely to go horseback riding because if you fall off, you took the safety precautions and so you're not going to break your neck because you can't. Yeah. Um, We're just going to live in our current world, but people are generally going to be braver. Yeah, I, I would think so. Uh, and I think maybe more people would be more likely to follow the rules. Because there's a reason to follow That's the rules true. then. Yeah. Yeah, it's like as long as you behave, you're not gonna die. Yeah. It's like how many times do you break the rules where you're just like, fuck it. Like, what difference does it make? Yeah. 
yeah, I think this is actually a better world where people follow more rules because it's just that much better for you to follow the rules. Yeah. Okay. We've created... Welcome to Unplanned Potency, where we've created another universe that's better than ours. Uh, we have... Somebody should map out the Unplanned Potency multiverse, where we've <laughs> proposed situations and decided on the worst way and the best way to handle it. Hmm. Are we the darkest timeline? No, the darkest timeline. Well, now I'm trying to think back on our episodes and think. I'm trying to think of a time where we've come up with a universe that would just be by nature way worse than. I'm sure in in the first monster episode, we we said something pretty terrible. We've probably come up with something, but it's not sticking out to me at the moment. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say? <laughs> uh, thank you for listening would be the number one thing that I want to say because I, I appreciate everyone who listens and gives feedback and says, hello, you're good. Hi. Hello, you're good. Yeah, do that more. I have been approached a few times by people who listen to the podcast and people have talked to me about the podcast. What I want to say is, somebody should talk to Chris sometime. Somebody should just send us send us a message on one of the Unplanned Podnancy like, uh, social, social media pages so that Chris can read it too. Yeah, sure. I'll read it. Hey. I'll give you feedback too. About your grammar, no. If you send a <laughs> message and you, and you want to give input about the show, I would be more than happy to read it. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd be great. And you can find the links to the social media pages on unplannedpotency.com. And if you want to watch me and Chris play some games, you can go to gaming.potency.com. Look up Potency Plays on YouTube. There's a few videos over there. We haven't, we're not doing them weekly anymore, but there may be more f- videos in the future. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, that, that's an experiment that is ongoing and in flux and... You never know where that's going to go. And if you enjoy this podcast or you enjoy Potency Plays, maybe you want to pick up a little bit of merch. Maybe a mug. Maybe a second mug. Maybe a (laughs) t-shirt. Maybe a collection of mugs. Um, (laughs) Buy a mug for your mom. Yeah. Share the podcast with your mom. Share the... Okay, that's something you can actually do. So if you listen to the podcast and you enjoy it, find someone who hasn't heard about Unplanned Potency and tell them about it. Tell them they should listen to it. Yeah, or don't yeah. tell them about it and just tie them to a chair and make them listen to it. <laughs> There's no consequences or, in this world. There's no consequences. Just Bye. do it.